Hi everyone, so I'm Joseph and I want to talk about part one of chapter one of Digimon Seekers, uh, e.g. Wolf of the Ninth Avenue. So before I actually begin, just a quick FYI, everyone is planning to read Digimon Seekers, make sure that your auto-translate is off for your web page. If it's not, uh, you'll be reading the auto-translated version, not the machine-translated version. And there is a difference between the two. So if you look at my channel, I actually do have another video on the analysis of the auto-translated page. I did not discover this until after I posted that video, but I decided just to keep that video just to, because uh, why not, it's a little bit funny. It's a little bit funny. Uh, the context has changed enough where, for example, so let's begin with a summary of part one. So it begins with three Tyrannomon, and they're actually chasing another Tyrannomon. And the one that they're chasing is able to actually counterattack and uh, uh, down one of the pursuers. In the auto-translated version, it's unclear who the Tyrannomon are chasing. Uh, so that's a perfect example of why one wants to make sure they have auto-translate off. But continuing with the summary, uh, so it literally starts with the code start. Uh, it seems to be uh, discussing the a holographic version of our world as reflected or as rather as seen by the Tyrannomon. And uh, it ends with, again, they, uh, 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 they're chasing a, terom, a Tyrannomon and the one that they're pursuing attacks one of the pursuers and that's just how it ends. And then the perspective changes over to our main character, our protagonist, E.G., who's looking at his phone, uh, utilizing social network services, and at the same time, he's also looking at, it seems to be a, a, a some form of VPET. So if you guys, if you're not familiar with VPETs, Digimon is actually based on VPETs. Uh, before the anime, there's actually the Digimon digital monster devices. And it seems like each of the character is working with uh, a VPET, more than likely the Digimon Accelerator, I believe that it's called. Um, I'm not, uh, I'm not fully versed of, pardon me, I'm not fully versed into VPETs myself. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong about that. Uh, but he puts down his phone and he starts looking at his VPET, and that's when he notices that one of his Tyrannomon has gone down. And uh, he issues, he issues a new command, telling the remaining Tyrannomon uh, to hunt down what seems to be a Betamon. At the same time, before he does this, he seems to come across a post that's asking for the capture of the of a black Agumon. Um, though E.G. believes that, that that's just a myth, the reason being because the reward for catching this black Agumon is 1 million DC, or digital, uh, digital coin. It's a crypto, actually give me a quick second everyone, let me double check, make sure that is what it's called. This won't take too long, I do know where it's located at. Cryptocurrency DC, Digicoin, so it's Digicoin, not digital coin, I'm glad I double checked that. Uh, essentially, what is digital coin? It's the currency that's used for Grim, capital G, lowercase r, lowercase i, and capitalized M, and another capitalized M. And essentially, it sounds like it's Eden. If one has ever played Digimon's uh, Cyber Sleuth or Hacker's Memory, uh, Eden is a network service, a social network service where uh, most of the uh, uh, narrative takes place. And it seems like in the world of Seekers, uh, Grim will be taking that place of Eden. And what's pretty cool, uh, so even though it's part one, there's not much to digest in terms of the story, there does seem to be a lot of world building. Um, what, I mean by that, what I mean by that is, when it comes to Grimm, it's stated that it's a global communicative tool with the most social users, and not only that, but the digital currency, digital coin, or pardon me, the cryptocurrency, digital coin, um, it's actually on par to government's nation's currencies. Uh, so it's quickly going onto the global uh, stage in terms of social political elements. So that's really cool. I'm hoping that we'll get more commentary about the world, more world building about the world, and better yet, connections to our real world elements of cryptocurrency and some social commentary about that. <clears throat> and even if it, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry about that. And even if it doesn't go down that route, 
So far, I think there's enough world building that I think will be giving a uh, will be given a story worth reading. So I did read the um, the first part uh, about four three and a half times. Uh, I'm not going to lie, the first time that I read it, I was a little bit underwhelmed. With that being said, though, <laughs> I did read the um, the auto translated version. After I read it the first time, I watched the uh, the trailer. So on Digimon Seeker's YouTube channel, there is a trailer for Chapter One as a whole. E.g., pardon me, E.g. Wolf of the Ninth Avenue. And when I watched that trailer, it brought back my excitement because it seems like a lot's going to happen uh, for us to get to that to that position. So when I reread the story again, still this was the incorrect version. I was still excited, and then when I found out that I read the incorrect version, the mistranslated version, I didn't read the machine translated version. I went back and read it two more times, and man, what a difference! Uh, it's much more followable. The flow is there. It's followable even a word, excuse me. Okay, I just want to make sure. Oh, wait, hmm. Pardon me, so I don't think it's a real word, but this is not a, uh, a, a lecture or anything like that of that nature, so <laughs> let's just go ahead and ignore that. It was much more easy to um, digest uh, because it's much more uh, comprehensible. There was one part with the auto-transited version where it states that AH uh, is a code cracker, but what it really meant to say was that EG is a code cracker. Another element that I'm really appreciating about part one is the, uh, I already stated this, but as further textual evidence is the world building. So right now I just mentioned the word code cracker. So what are code crackers? So in part one, it's revealed that EG, so I do believe this is a typo. EG comes across or he sees a group of high school students and he states that like them, he's wearing a high school uniform. But in the translated version that I read, it states that like them last year, he was wearing a high school uniform. He's no longer wearing a high school uniform. And in fact, in the picture that's available on the first part of Digimon Seekers, there's a picture of EG and it does not look like a high school uniform. But in the machine translated version, it does state that he's wearing a uniform. But again, I think that's a translation error. Um, but I bring that up because, sorry, excuse me. I bring that up because uh, uh, E.g., essentially what's going on is that he, so there's two types of computer users, uh, um, hackers and code crackers. Hackers are individuals who are obviously, obviously they know how to utilize coding in such a way that they know how to get what they want from computers. Uh, usually it is illegal activity, it's illicit activity. Um, when one is hacking, they're going against what's being uh, the, parameter, the parameters that's set up by the system or by the individual in control of that system. A code cracker, they make the choice to go into that moral gray area. They don't really care. It seems like it's implied they don't really care if what they're doing is morally incorrect or morally correct as long as they're getting some funding from it, they're A-OK. -okay. So EG is a freelancer code cracker. And um, by the end of it, it seems like, so in this first part, we still don't have Logomon, which I personally am A-OK -okay with because I want them to focus on the characterization of the protagonists. If one is a Digimon fan, you're more than likely aware that I think one of the best elements about Digimon is the characterization. Uh, uh, for Digimon Frontier, for example, I think one of the factors that a lot of people don't appreciate about, or rather, one of the factors that people don't um, enjoy about it is the fact that most of Frontier is in service to the narrative as a whole or in service to the story as a whole. And because of that, we don't really get a huge focus or a lot of characterization within the, the, the individuals within that story. Zoe, JP, Takaya, Koji, and Koichi. And of course, Bokumon and Niman. Um, they are 
individualized, but they don't really have their own agency. Everything that they do is in service to the story. So I don't really mind that Logomon's not yet introduced yet. Uh, and in fact, part two will be releasing today, part two of chapter one. And if Logomon is still not introduced, I personally will be happy with that as long as we get more information about EG, the protagonist, and start getting more information about the other human protagonists as well. Uh, that's all in service to the narration. One does need to keep in mind that this is a light novel, so this means after this first week, the chapters will be coming out weekly. And uh, so far, if we got this much, a lot of people I have seen the common opinion that so far we've gotten is quite short. But I think we need to keep in mind we're getting parts of the uh, parts of chapters. Um, and once we actually get whole chapters, I think that would be more than enough to tide us over each week uh, for us to uh, deconstruct, uh, uh, dissect what's being stated, and maybe deduce, theorize what's going to be coming ahead of us, ahead of us in terms of the narration. Um, so yeah, essentially, let me look at my notes, make sure that's everything that I wanted to discuss. Yeah, so I do believe that's everything that I do want to discuss. So part two, again, will be releasing today. I did not mean to post two videos about part one. <laughs> again, the other video on my channel, that's an analysis of the auto-translated version of part one. This video is the proper discussion for part one of Digimon Seekers. Uh, currently, where I'm at, it's only 15 minutes away into the release of part two. Um, I'm more than likely, since I'm already up, up and about and I already have my outfit on, um, I'll more than likely be posting another video for part two. Oh, sorry, excuse me about that. Uh, <laughs> how embarrassing. Dang it, my first video was much better, but oh well, that's just how it goes sometimes. Thank you for joining me. I hope you guys had a prodigious, I hope you guys have a prodigious morning and uh, take care.